Welcome to my podcast on everything about health. I'm your host, Becca, and here we will be discussing basic information on every topic. We will cover everything from physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. No topic is off All guest appearances welcome. This platform is to bring back the freedom of speech and allow everyone to feel their voice matters, no matter what the circumstances are. Happy Friday once again, everybody, and welcome back. I hope you guys are enjoying, really absorbing all of the awesome information I'm putting out. I have a lot of great feedback from people coming back to me, letting me know, thank you, this was awesome, this makes a lot more sense of what's happening with me. I'm really excited that you guys are taking in and absorbing all of the information because sometimes it's just not out there and we have to do our own research. Sometimes when somebody explains it differently, it also hits differently. So June is wrapping up all of our hormonal discussion, but we're not ending there. July is going to dive a little bit deeper into each and every single part of it. So today we're going to discuss my favorite topic right now, sleep. And it's really funny because yesterday had to have been one of, well, actually in general, this week had to have been one of the most exhausted weeks I had throughout my whole pregnancy. And it's really funny because some women feel exhausted all the time, every day, throughout all trimesters. I've been very fortunate to not feel that way throughout every single trimester. Mine comes in spurts. I call it baby's growing season, where she just tends to want to grow in that little time frame. I get more exhausted. I take more naps, feel better. But when they say no amount of coffee really helps, they're really serious, guys. There's no amount of coffee that could probably keep a pregnant woman's eyes open. Well, let's kind of dive into what sleep is, why your body needs it, and the hormones related to it. So sleep is a real big part of restoration, hence the term R&R, which is funny because a lot of people, when I say R&R, they go, what is R&R? Well, it's rest and relaxation. When your body is trying to mend and repair and really heal and recover, it needs rest and relaxation. So that means taking time off from the gym will help your body and muscles grow and develop and become better. It'll help weight loss journeys, burn more fat. And fun fact that I tell my clients, and now I'm going to share with you guys, when your body is in deep REM, rapid eye movement, sleep, you hit the highest part of fat burning. In this episode, we're going to go into like why that happens, the hormones that happen with it. And then in other episodes later down the road throughout next week and the weeks following, we'll discuss more about those hormones, uh, related topics to them, things of that nature. So two hunger hormones that are in your body are ghrelin and leptin, which I think most people have heard of those hormones. And we'll dive into them deeper, what they do, what they're for, how they work and function at a later episode. I'm just discussing them and introducing them now because they're a huge part of sleep. 
And a lot of people don't realize that melatonin, you hear melatonin, you want to take melatonin to help you sleep, you get a groggy feeling because sometimes you overdose it, your body should naturally make melatonin, which is why if you're adding more melatonin into your body, there's that when you wake up groggy, displaced, out of sorts type of feeling because it's like an overdose and it's not bad. You don't have anything bad against it. It's just that's the overdose part that you're feeling. Now, going into more of what your body does during sleep and why it's important, especially when you're sleeping, is there are so many parts to sleeping and I call it the internal clock. Some people call it uh, the circadian rhythm. Some people call it something different. Pretty much what it is, it's your body follows a sleep schedule. For all of my night shifts out there, for all of my EMTs, firefighters, uh, truck drivers, I'm trying to think of all the other wonky jobs that are out there that you guys are just having the craziest sleep cycles. It messes up your circadian rhythm. Is that bad? No, but is it easy for you guys to maintain healthier hormone function? No, <laughs> it's just as bad. You guys need more supplementation. You guys need to be more on top of your nutrition, your hydration, what you're doing. So that way it helps your circadian rhythm, especially, and I'm just going to go based off of firefighters because I'm, watch, I'm currently watching this show on Hulu on my downtime. If you guys have heard of it, I really like it. It may not be for everybody. And it may have like the wonkiest things because I can tell when things just don't add up. But it's called 911. And when I see these firefighters getting calls and these EMTs getting calls, I just think to myself of all of the people out there that have to only get two hours four hours, six hours. I have a friend of mine, her husband's a firefighter. He has the most wonkiest sleep schedule. But when he's home, he's sleeping and resting and getting those full eight hours and getting that rest and relaxation that he needs. However, when he's on shift, he's not. They're being woken up. They're being called out. They have, they're, they're saving lives. So how does that affect their nutrition, their body, and their hormones? Well, diving into it is there are certain REM, which is, again, like I said, rapid eye movement. So there's the REM sleep and then the non-REM sleep, the deep non-REM sleep, and then the slow waves. There's so much that goes into sleep in general with your brain. And if you remember from the very first episode that we did in June on hormones, the brain holds a lot of hormones. Think about what's in your brain. You got your hypothalamus in there. And so the biggest hormones that playing a role is your GH, your growth hormone. Now, this is contributed essentially to your sleep and wake homeostasis. Now, if you're a firefighter, and again, I'm just using that as an example. There are many careers out there that this can go off of. But if you are a firefighter, your sleep, wake, homeostasis is not the same from when you're on shift versus when you're off shift. My father, a truck driver, for all of his life, if you talk to my dad, he will tell you, and mind you, he's older, so 
obviously back then it was fine, but he has been driving truck since he was 12 years old. That's when he learned how to drive truck and he would drive local stuff. And then when he got his actual CDL, he did longer loads. This man has been driving since he was a teenager. That means he doesn't have a regular sleep and wake schedule. And if you talk to truck drivers, these logs that they keep, they're supposed to mandate their wake and sleep cycle so that way truck drivers sleep. It's harder to keep up with when you have a timeline and a dedication of your load to meet requirements. That's not always easy. And that is why sometimes when accidents are involved and bad situations happen, it's because of their sleep-to-wake homeostasis being disrupted and falling asleep at the wheel. So with all of these things happening and your brain playing a huge role inside of that, the hormone that's playing a huge role is your growth hormone. And that is going to be shifting throughout each cycle of your sleep versus if it's non-REM, deep non-REM, REM sleep. All of that is going to stimulate your growth hormone. And so making sure you're getting adequate amount of sleep, getting into REM sleep, that's huge. Also, another thing that plays a huge role in it is cortisol. Cortisol is another hormone that's going to play a huge role in how you'd go into REM sleep, non-REM sleep, so forth. Now, the two hormones that play a major role in appetite regulation, like I said before, is leptin a satiety hormone, and then ghrelin, your hunger hormone. So leptin says, hey, I'm, I'm no longer hungry, shut off, quit eating. Ghrelin is all like, wow, I'm starving, feed me, I need to eat, things of that nature. When you are in sleep, those two are playing a huge role in being secreted. And that is why you wake up sometimes feeling hungrier than not, depending on how much rest you got, how much restoration and repair your body did during that sleep, as well as what happened the night before. What'd you eat? What did you not eat? How long did you go without eating? That's where intermittent fasting can come into play. Lots of areas go into play with that. Another huge thing that happens during sleep is insulin, insulin secretion. So there have been certain studies that have been done with kind of showing, you know, especially in the U.S., that people are priding themselves on not sleeping. It's almost, again, like I mentioned in other episodes, it's almost like a who's got it worse situation. Oh, well, I only got two hours of sleep and look what I can accomplish. Oh, well, I did four hours of sleep and I got this much accomplished. Stop, guys. You're destroying your bodies and it's not good. And it's not fun to literally listen to somebody tell me how less of sleep they got and everything I know going into play if they would have just gotten adequate amounts of sleep. When I have clients give me feedback and do their check-ins, one of the questions I ask them is, how is your sleep? How much sleep are you getting? And it's amazing the feedback I get per client and what I know based off of their occupation. Lots of times people are starting now to figure out that sleep is really crucial for healing your body. So more people are taking advantage of trying to get better sleep. Sleep a full eight to nine hours, if that. And no, I'm not saying go and sleep that much. What I'm saying is get 
adequate amount of sleep. Don't pride yourself on bragging that you only slept four hours and you can accomplish X, Y, and Z. The rate of obesity is going up and partially because of sleep deprivation. We're trying to play this rat race game in America and it's not looking cute and it's not helping our health at all. So when you're in these certain parts of REM, you're going to find that your leptin is released, glucose is released, ghrelin is released. All of these certain hormones are released and that's going to trigger when you wake up how your body plays a huge role. One study that was even done mentioned that the important effects on sleep, on hormone levels and glucose regulation suggest that sleep loss may have adverse effects on the endocrine function and metabolism. If you recall back from last month's episodes, endocrine function, what all played a role in that? Even the reproduction hormones are playing a role in endocrine function. So this goes literally back and all of this is literally repeating itself over and over again constantly that what you do, what you eat, how you hydrate, how you sleep, all plays a role in your health. And if you're not losing weight, if you have a certain high blood sugar, A1C, pre-diabetic, whatever, start process eliminating. And if you are out there and you're listening to this episode and you're saying, well, I'm eating everything, right? I'm taking all the supplements. I'm doing it, everything I'm supposed to be doing. Okay, well, now dive deeper. What's your sleep look like? Are you fully sleeping? Because I know that when somebody is tracking their sleep pattern for me and they feed it back to me as a coach and I see all of the waking hours they are awake and their true sleep, still two to four hours of sleep. And I let them know, okay, you are not sleeping. You are more awake than you are sleeping. That's going to play a huge role in your hormones because if growth hormone is contributed to sleep and growth hormone is linked to all the other hormones and you're going through that huge cycle that just rotates in your body think of if you aren't sleeping enough what's happening and when we dive later on into ghrelin and leptin you're gonna see why and I'm gonna touch back on this episode of why all of this is super important so this is the reason why I'm discussing sleep right now is because people who say, well, you don't need sleep to do something or they're pretty much saying, oh, you sleep too much. Maybe you don't. Maybe your body's actually trying to tell you something. Maybe you're tired because your body needs to heal more than it needs to push itself. Had a client the other night, we were doing accountability sessions and I stayed up uh, a little late It wasn't too late, but I stayed up to check on them. I said, hey, how's it going? How's your day? Accountability check-in. What's up? They responded back with how they were feeling, and it wasn't up to par. And the biggest thing I reminded them was, you're listening to what your body needs. And if it is this late at night, and you went through that much amount of work, stress, and responsibility it is time to shut down and go to bed. You do not need to force yourself to keep working, to keep doing more, to get to the gym, 
to grind and to do something when your body is actively telling you, hey, can we go to bed now? I'm so tired. I really need rest. So when they say listen to your body, that really is something. And when I competed, competing in bodybuilding is very different. And this is why bodybuilders will tell you what we do and how we get to that level is not sustainable. It is very important for bodybuilders to get adequate amounts of sleep, to repair their muscles, to repair their body, to be in a level of fat burning, to look the best for stage. The level we get to to be on stage is not a healthy lifestyle. It is a sport. It is what we achieve and then we reverse our calories out to go back to a healthy lifestyle and that way we build or we improve or we work on what we need to do for the next show. And if people look at bodybuilders and they say, oh, I want to obtain that. Okay, you can obtain that, but that's by doing a show. You don't want to be that 24-7. That's not obtainable. It's malnourished, and your sleep goes really wonky. When I was at the lowest point of my calories, my sleep was not the best because I didn't have adequate amount of nutrition supplying my hormones and supplying my body to get a deep REM sleep. So I was then taking in more melatonin than I should. I was taking in more supplementation to get the proper hormones secreted throughout my body in order to fall in to that deep REM and repair. That is why you'll see bodybuilders have all of these supplementations they're taking because it's combating what they're doing to get their body to that active level. Again, non-sustainable. Once we get off of a show, you see every bodybuilder talking about a proper and uh, adequate reverse. They talk about increasing their calories. They talk about all the supplementation they still continue to take in order to make sure they're not malnourished. There's a lot that goes into hand. So when you're following these bodybuilders and you're following these fitness people who are doing shows, depending on what level they're at, please keep in mind how much goes into it. And don't just think, oh, wow, they look really good. I want to do that too. Understand there's more that meets the eye and what really needs to be taken into consideration. If you're somebody who is just wanting to understand why you're spinning your wheels, doing all of the things, and you're eating healthy, you're eating consistently, you haven't had any bad food in so many amounts of days, and this is wrong, and this is wrong, and all of this, Start looking at the nitty-gritty details. Where are your hormones at? How are you feeling in certain stages? Sleep, work, rest, days off. Everything will contribute it. This is why I decided to dive deeper into these sections and into these pivotal points week by week because hormones don't just stop at, hey, we have hormones. No, they go deeper into every single thing. And the more I started diving in and the more information that I wanted to share, I was like, I have close to three months of episodes for you guys, letting you know what is happening and what is going on with the body. So wrapping it up today, please understand that when you sleep, it is very, very important to make sure everything is going into it making sure you have the proper nutrition, 
hydration, and supplementation. For all of my workers out there that have the wonky work shifts, that don't have the right sleep-wake homeostasis, please do not beat yourselves up. Please do not make yourself feel horrible or any type of way. Please understand that supplementation, nutrition, hydration, making sure you're on your A-game is way more important. If you need help, please reach out to me. Let me know. Ask me questions. Whatever you need, I will guide you to either the right professional or I will tell you what you would need to do with me, whatever that looks like. I hope you guys have a really awesome week. Also, too, I hope everybody's 4th of July was great, safe. Everybody had a really amazing time celebrating the independence that we have here in America that is not really in any other country. And I hope everybody is not taking that for granted. I hope you guys have a great week and look forward to chatting with you next. If you like today's podcast, please make sure to subscribe and listen every Friday. Like, comment, and share so others can enjoy just like you.